Hi there, my name is Kieran and I'm the Marketing Officer for Guildford Shakespeare Company. In advance of our co-production of A Midsummer Night's Dream with Bolton Octagon in September, uh, I will be speaking today to Lottie Wakeham, the Artistic Director of Bolton Octagon, who is directing our production of A Midsummer Night's Dream after having directed the original production um, in 2017. Um, I hope you enjoy the chat and make sure to book tickets online um, running 24th to 27th of September 2020. Welcome, Lottie. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, yeah, so today we'll talk a little bit about our um, upcoming Zoom production of um, A Midsummer Night's Dream, uh, which is happening between Bolton Octagon and Guildford Shakespeare Company. Um, so you're the new artistic director at Bolton Octagon, um, and you've moved, as you said before, from uh, Stephen Joseph Theatre in Scarborough. Would you like to tell us a little bit about your, your new directorship um, and what's that, what that's sort of been like during this very difficult time? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks so much for having me. It's great to be here. So yes, I'm the artistic director of the Octagon Theatre in Bolton and I have been here about 18 months now. Uh, so yes, moved to Bolton from Scarborough, uh, where, as you say, I've been at the Stephen Joseph and before that I'd been freelance, predominantly based in London, but kind of working all over. And yeah, it's been brilliant. It's, it's, it's the most amazing job because it's such an incredible uh, venue and theatre and what's particularly exciting about it is we ever since I've been here we've been in the process of building rebuilding the theatre and getting ready to open this this brand new version of it which obviously takes takes quite a while not least when there's a pandemic involved <laughs> so we were due to open the new building this summer uh, instead we now have a new date to open it at the start of December and that's just really, really exciting for me. So all the time that I've been here, we've been doing off-site productions in and around Bolton in different spaces. So we've done a couple of shows, for example, at the Bolton Wanderers Football Stadium. We've done a couple at Bolton Library. So which has all been really exciting to be in different places and kind of meeting new audiences in those spaces. But I am just really looking forward to getting into the new building itself and for those of you who don't know the octagon it's a it's about a 400 seat flexible theatre our, our main stage is, is that and when I say flexible it can be it's multi-configuration so it can be in the round or end on or thrust or we will also be able to do traverse in the new building so it's quite an intimate space uh, but it has sort of an epic feel to it as well. And those different configurations mean it's, it's sort of different every time the audience come in. Mm. And if, uh, again, if you haven't been here, the venue, it's probably most similar to in terms of the stage space is the Young Vic uh, in London, which I, I always say is based on us. I think that's true. <laughs> I heard that somewhere and now I say it all the time and I, I'm claiming that's true. But I'm, I'm pretty sure that that's, that that's the way it happened when the Octagon was built in 1967, the original building. And yeah, I'm pretty sure that the Young Vic took some inspiration from that. And then we also have, we will have a 100 seat flexible studio space as well. So yeah, exciting times when we when we can get in there with the new building and with just to say quickly about the the whole refurb because the building itself has would have been closed for just over two years because it's been quite a major a major project. Basically, the auditorium itself, which everyone knew and loved, has stayed the same, although we've upgraded the seats. 
everything else around the auditorium is is brand new so new studio theater new rehearsal space new front of house space cafe bar offices so it's kind of the best of both worlds really so lots of lots that's new and more spacious and, and really lovely and great for you know wheelchair access and all of those brilliant things but the heart of the auditorium the yeah the heart of the theater which is the auditorium is uh, pretty much the same so yeah come december it will uh it will be great to be yeah there. it'll be so exciting to be working in a new building won't it and just have all of that all of that space around it to be able to develop work as well because that's so important to have that on site with the with the theater space as well um, yeah, yeah, and speaking exactly. about space, I suppose, so this new um, Midsummer Night's Dream production um, that Guildford and Bolton are doing together is in a completely different space altogether, and this one's virtual. So what's your yes. experience of, um, uh, it sounds like a job interview, it's not. <laughs> 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 what's, what's, your, uh, what's, your, what's your affinity, shall we say, with, um, with online productions? I mean, this has been a huge boom recently, um, and it's amazing that we're able to reach audiences in this way and, and be able to kind of, Bring that comfort that a lot of people find from theatre um, that they're not being able to access at the moment um, in the current circumstances. Um, but yeah, I suppose what's your what's are you excited? Are you terrified? <laughs> I'm really excited. It will be my first ever online production. So yeah, it's a new it's a new form for me, and I've really just been so inspired by the team at Guildford. So over the summer, so I'd worked with Guildford previously as a freelance director, directing Midsummer Night's Dream for them back in 2017, uh, which was just such a delightful experience. Uh, it's one of my favourite plays and it was a joy to do it with them in Rack's Close, Promenade, you know, beautiful, beautiful outdoor, outdoor setting. And, you know, we've kept in touch. And then this summer, I watched Tom Littler's online production of Wind in the Willows and I just absolutely loved it because during lockdown I had been watching a little bit of online theatre so I'd watched for example a couple of the NT Live broadcasts mm -hmm. which for those of you who've seen them is very much a kind of I know it's sort of called NT Live but obviously it's it's all pre-recorded and it's just you in front of your computer watching a a, you know pre-made sort of product you know which is great but it's kind of like watching just a tv show or netflix or something there's no sort of live element to it or no kind of interactive element and whereas the online production uh, that gsc did of wind in the willows was sort of the opposite of that it was kind of the closest that i'd felt to going to see a live theater show which at that point you know wasn't possible so mm -hmm. where you get a ticket and your ticket is effectively the the login code for the zoom room and so you you know the show's at 7 30 and mm -hmm. you log in and then you could see the other audience members and mm -hmm. uh you know you could dress up if you want you get your drinks and your snacks and what you're seeing is a live telling of that story and you know the camera moves between the different actors who are who were speaking and then there were some little bits of audience interactivity where you again got to see the other audience members so it just felt like an actual live event mm. rather than a sort of passive thing that you could pause and go and make a cup of tea and come back um so that really excited me because i thought oh okay this is the yeah as i said sort of the closest thing to live theater in the the circumstances and so i loved that and so i was having a bit of a chat with the the team afterwards just just saying how much how much I'd enjoyed it um, and also this great thing of 
so my parents watched that production as well and then some family friends of theirs did and obviously right now you know when people are in different parts of the country it's it's kind of hard to travel and see people and there was something really special yeah. about that going oh okay I'm in this virtual space with you know people that I know from different places mm -hmm. um so I yeah spoke to Matt and Sarah from Guildford and we were just chatting about how how much I'd enjoyed the show and then I think it was a couple of weeks or a month or so later they reached out and said well actually since Winning the Willows went so well we're thinking of doing another one mm -hmm. and what do you think about us doing a version of your production of Midsummer Night's Dream from 2017 and I just said oh my gosh that sounds amazing we should definitely do it uh, so it is going to be a co-production between the Octagon and Guildford and what is perfect about that is a you know the, just being able to co-produce with a, a different partner that we would necessarily normally work with I mean I suppose normally you might do a, a physical co-production where a show tours to mm -hmm. your venue and then tours to your partner's venue but uh, you know it feels like we can easily do that in this online space and yeah it's it's something that's new for our audiences now obviously the Guildford audiences if they saw Willows or saw some of the other digital content that um, Guildford have done they'll be slightly familiar with it uh, but it's quite a new thing for our audiences so that's really exciting and it just means that we can do a full production albeit online this autumn whilst we're getting the building ready and while we can't while we can't be doing a full physical production here in Bolton this feels like the next best thing to do so yeah, yeah really excited and there is something lovely isn't there about that that audience um the, the ability to basically bring together people that wouldn't normally sit together in an auditorium or for example that we might have people from around Guildford and then from around Bolton and to have all of that together and as you say family members and and that is really something amazing about this this kind of like zoom format isn't it that you're able to connect people that in, in a theatre setting that might not normally um, sit together as it were um, just by virtue of being in different places around the country um, and I'm, I suppose I'm really interested in um, in your um, rehearsal process for this for this Zoom production. So obviously there's no in-person rehearsals as well. It's all online. Is that right? And um, mm. yeah, how ha, ha, how are you kind of are you adapting the 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 the, the, the piece to to suit this new format in a different way? Um, and and how do you how do you run a Zoom rehearsal? Basically, is it is it super chaotic? <laughs> <laughs> so let me start with the adaptation question. So yes, um, I have adapted and edited it down basically. So it's going to be about 70, 75 minutes straight through. And that is really based on intel from Guildford, to be honest, because um, they tried out a few different things and that seems to be a good length of time for people to be in front of a Zoom screen. And, you know, it's sort of short and sweet and, uh, you know, then you can go off and uh, do, do your own thing the rest of the evening. So that feels pretty good. Uh, the original production I directed for them was you know two acts uh, well two halves and an interval uh, so it is quite reduced from that and but that has been a really lovely process as well actually because it's a play that I'm so familiar with I actually directed it twice before so I directed it at Guildford and then I directed another an outdoor touring production of it a couple of years before so it's just a play that I, I know really well and love and it's been a joy really to go back to it this summer and go through and go, okay, well, what's the, 
what's the sort of fleetest but also most satisfying way of telling this and yeah so just re reducing it down uh, so yeah it is quicker than a production that you might see in a theatre but I feel like we've got the full uh, you know the full essence of it and we've still got those characters that people know and love you know Park and the fairies and the mechanicals and the lovers so yeah I'm really pleased with the edit actually I think it will be uh, I think it will go down really well in that format because yeah I think longer than 75 minutes on Zoom probably is a bit but in terms of the rehearsal process, uh, so we've got six really fantastic actors who will be doing some doubling. One of them is doing some tripling. Mm -hmm. um, but again, that felt, that felt really nice to have a kind of this small ensemble. Yeah. And actually the way it's worked out is four of those actors had previously, had been in that 2017 production and are playing more or less the same roles as they did before mm. so that's, uh, well, that's, the, yeah that's Jack Whittam Emma Fenny and yes. then Sarah and Matt from yes correct and then, yeah those those four and then we've got two new actors yeah. joining us so um Nathan uh, Ives Moiber who has done uh, a lot here at the Octagon and also has done a lot at Guildford so so that felt kind of perfect uh, and then a brilliant actor who's based up here uh, called Misha Duncan Barry uh, is taking on Helena and Snug. Great. So, and those, the, the first four that you mentioned, Emma and uh, Matt and Sarah and Jack, they are almost all playing one of the characters that they played before and also taking on one new character. Nice. Um, apart from Jack, actually, who's playing Demetrius and Flute, which is the same track that he did mm. in 2017 um but yeah but mo for the most part everyone's got some some new stuff and some familiar stuff and yeah i mean so all the rehearsals will take place on zoom all the actors will be in their own homes and we send them a version of the script in advance that has the edit and i've had pre-meetings <laughs> with with all of them to kind of talk through the characters and the concepts because the overall concept so the original play is set as i'm sure you know in in kind of ancient athens mm -hmm. it's like a mythical ancient athens that kind of feels a bit like england in places uh, and the production that i directed in 2017 we decided to more fully set it in england uh, and also to set it in 1967 Mm -hmm. uh, so it was Summer of Love and that just seemed to, to me to chime really well with the themes of the play. The idea of this kind of younger, more rebellious teenage generation rebelling against the, their, their parents and that older generation and trying to discover themselves and find freedom and fall in love. And there's a kind of hippie-ish element to the fairies and the forest. So that, that all seemed to work, work really well. So we've decided to keep that. So this version as well will be set in England uh, in 1967. Right. Um, yeah. And what can we expect from, are, are we expecting um, all of that to, to, to come to the fore in uh, costumes and, and backgrounds and stuff? Maybe you could let our audience know a little bit about what are the logistics of, of costuming and yeah. design and uh, like tech it's, side? Yeah. It's so yeah. interesting. So um, what happens is all the actors get sent a green screen which I think is just like a green bit of cloth, basically. <laughs> they all get sent okay. this green, <laughs> green bit of cloth, which they then put up behind them. Mm. Uh, so I, I guess they find an, an area in their 
their house or their flat that's pretty quiet hopefully and where there won't be too many kind of dogs or barking <laughs> or people <laughs> passing through although you never know um so i think yeah they find a kind of quiet area where they live set up a little area with their computer and then they put up this green cloth behind them which means that the backgrounds that are uh then put up sort of look particularly good whereas sometimes i think if you put up a background and there's not a green screen behind you it can you can sort of fade in and out of it a little bit so we prior to going into rehearsals i choose i've chosen various backgrounds for them to have so for example when they're in the forest there'll be a certain kind of forest backdrop uh when the mechanicals are rehearsing there'll be a different sort of backdrop mm. so in that sense it almost is more like thinking about how you might think of a you know a, a movie or a tv show in terms of this is what's the visual that i want and also it can change mm. so they'll be sent a bunch of different photos which they will then upload and change so you might see a character like hermia and she'll be in front of a sort of town hall backdrop and then it will cut away to someone else then when you see her next she'll be in front of a forest backdrop so the actors will change the backdrop themselves and then i assume they have some sort of table or chair set up with them which has costume items and prop items so yeah they get sense all of all of those bits of costume mm -hmm. and we we will be working out things like quick changes so for example um emma is playing the role of puck and the role of hermia and there are times when those two characters kind of interact a little bit or, <laughs> or one exits and then one enters sort of a moment later so we've got yeah. to figure out the quick change mm. aspects for that and whether she will underdress certain elements of the costume so i think how it works is she says her speech and then turns her camera off quickly does her change and then turns it back on wow so yeah <laughs> i mean lots of potential for for exciting live <laughs> hijinks there and then the props thing is really interesting because obviously they're not in the same space you know they're in totally different places so i've been going through the scripts say for example uh, kind of famously there's, there's this magical flower that oberon oberon and puck used to they put it on people's eyes and that makes them fall in love with the next uh, person that they see and obviously in the stage production you just have puck come on with the flower hand it to Oberon they might hand it back and forth a little bit so but in our version they're not in the same room so you've got to have a double of the flower which so Puck can have one and she can hold it up mm. in her bedroom and then Puck will have, sorry Oberon will have a double that he can hold up in his room yeah. and then I suppose there might I'm just working out if we also need a version for those people who have that magic spell put on them mm -hmm. so yeah there's those kind of logistical things which are different to what you would have in a in a live theatre production where everyone was in the same room. Mm. But yeah, very fun to try and work yeah. out that. And presumably like fast Wi-Fi is also pretty necessary. Yes, <laughs> and, yes but, I think yeah. we send Wi-Fi boosters out to anyone who's not, not sure. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, that's really interesting. It, it, it posits the actor as like, an, like a sort of, I don't know, there's, there seems to be a lot of like self stage management that goes on there, which is like really interesting. It's a hundred percent self stage. Well, sorry, yeah. we do have a stage manager who is the one who sends out all the props and the um, costumes, and she uh, and also sort of calls the show 
she is in charge of what you as the viewer see. Mm. Um, so yeah, we do absolutely have a stage manager who will do all of that stuff. But in the actor's own house, they are their own stage manager. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Wow. So cool. Um, and I suppose, it, it, I mean, it's great to be like putting on some, you know, live theatre again, I suppose. Is it, is it really refreshing to be back in a, a rehearsal room of some sort in, in the coming weeks? Um, have you missed um, doing that? For, for, yeah, for I have. And I've had, what's been great over the summer is I have had a tiny taste of that because here uh, in Bolton we did we held a new writing competition over the summer called One Night in Bolton, where we asked writers, you know, amateur writers, people maybe who'd never written before to write a 500 word speech or monologue about a memorable night out that they'd had in Bolton. Uh, so we did this big competition and then with a judging panel selected 10 monologues, which then were performed by professional actors. So I, we, a cast of five professional actors who performed two each. So I did have just this little window of being able to work one-on-one -on -one with actors for these recordings. And even that was like, just such a joy <laughs> to be yeah. talking about a script and working yeah. with an actor. And they were, they were a really terrific cast. So even though it was only one person at a time and we were, you know, socially distanced and all of that, you know, we were, it was, it was rehearsing it and working together, but this will be, yeah, sort of a step up from that even, like having a whole, a company of people in mm -hmm. one space. Uh, yeah, I can't wait because I, I have missed it. It's, it, it will be, yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah, well, neither can I. I'm really excited to see it. And um, it'll be great to be able to have that sort of joy for theatre again on both sides of the screen for all our actors, for all our creative team and crucially for all our audiences. We get so much out of it. Um, thank you so much for the chat, Lottie. It was lovely to speak to you today. Lovely to speak to you too. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening and don't forget to go online and check out um, our tickets for a Midsummer Night's Dream. Hope to see you there.